Thought Bubble Audio. You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who are you? I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one, because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in paints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. I'm grooving, Frank. I really, I'm good. That that was that was some grooving. I like that. You like it? That was. I haven't heard you play guitar in a while. Actually, it's true. I think about it. Yeah, I, I I really enjoyed your at the beginning of quarantine. I was really enjoying your like. I'm gonna post this song just for the heck of it. Yeah, I was doing like a song. um, Is it the show, by the way? Oh yeah, this is the show. Is Hi, the show? welcome to Beer with Geeks. We yeah, we talk about we uh, beer with geeks and stuff. Um, uh, yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah. The, the, uh, Frank. Hi. Um. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. I was doing it's like, like a song Mark a week. Marin intro with. Uh, yeah. I just thought that like the Mark Marin intro was it Marin? No. What's the other guy? That's not Marin. Oh my uh, god. Mar- Marin does what? do that, but uh, Hardwick was doing it too. Hardwick, yeah, Hardwick was doing it with that Ian McKellen, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, we're recording." He's like, "Well, you might have told me." I love that Ian McKellen was so <laughs> mad at him. <laughs> he was so mad. That everybody else uh, always finds it like, um, finds it charming, charming, and mm-hmm. you know, like all, all all that fun stuff. But um, but yeah, um, uh, yeah, Ian McKellen was not a yeah. was not a fan. No, he wasn't a fan. He wasn't a fan at all, and I love that. I love that about him. I was actually just watching a clip. Show, you know, Josh Gad's doing that, like, um, celebrity reunions, like, movie re- cast reunion kind of thingy. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, yes, yeah, his YouTube channel where yes, he's doing all yeah. the reunions. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what it's called. Together Again or Toget- something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah and they, um, they did a Lord of the Rings one a while back, and uh, my wife was just showing me, uh, like, a two-minute clip of it because we haven't had the chance to watch it yet and uh um and was it that oh no it wasn't that um it was a uh, x-men cast reunion for something else and ian mckellen is there like quote-unquote ian mckellen is there on mute just magneto on the zoom screen and he's mic'd and muted unmiked and he's muted and there's no camera and then uh, Ryan Reynolds shows up, and he's like, "Hey guys, it's me, Deadpool. I was here." And Ian McKellen immediately signs off. It <laughs> 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 just kind of remind. I mean, he probably wasn't even there to begin with, but it compl- it reminded me so much of that Marin interview. Like, might have might told, told me. I know. Yeah, he did not. He did not like that. He's such a proper, proper fellow in in so many ways. Mm. So yeah, I don't, it's not. It's no surprise that he was like. This whole casual thing, like, no, you must tell me when I'm on, and then I would be on. 
I know, right? I know. I there's a, a biography that just came out um, about him, mm. obviously, mm-hmm. uh, and I would like to. I would like to read that. I would like to listen to that. I hope he narrates it himself. Yes. That oh my god. Great. Yes. Oh yeah, I'd love that. Probably doesn't though. But what are you going to do? It'd be cool if he did. I mean, I, I always prefer when the author, when the author reads it. I guess if it's not an autobiography, then he wouldn't be the author. But um, yeah, you sure wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Well. Somebody else wrote this book, but I'll read it. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But if he's like yeah, part of it, or, you know, if it's like an authorized biography, maybe he would. You know, that is, that's actually, that is a very possible, um, very possible. Uh, Frank, by the way, I looked up what wine I was drinking in a previous episode. Oh, yes. It's called, it's called Gnarly Head. Gnarly, um, gnarly, dude gnarly dude so gnarly anyway yeah i'm really glad that jaws was not filled with california surfers this is a it's a weird that would be bridge yeah okay but can you jaws on the west coast just doesn't do it for me like two more man so i gotta get out of the water (laughs) i just i'm not uh yeah, I mean that's an oversimplification, yeah. uh, and I'm sorry for anybody whose feelings are do hurt. Do you think? But um, if Jaws happened today, uh, do you think people would be like, "It's my right to be in the water, and if I want to be eaten by a shark, I'll be." That's I'm gonna literally. Stay I'm so in glad you said that. So I was so I was just watching Jaws uh, a couple days ago because whenever I don't know when this episode is coming out, but whenever we whenever we uh, released this episode a while back, I was watching Jaws because it was the 45th anniversary, and they just released it in 4K. Which means my digital copy automatically upgrades to 4K, mm, which mm, is mm. clutch. Uh, so I'm watching. So I'm watching Jaws in 4K, and and it's lovely. And there's the meeting scene, like right after Pip Rip Pippin, the dog, and the little boy is is killed, and and everyone like everyone holds a meeting, and the town holds a meeting, and the and the I was watching. I was like, this is just what's happening in America. Right now, this meeting is exactly the world that I'm living in. It was nuts. I'm gonna see if I can pull up um if I can remember some of the some of the quotes. Uh, I, I just I feel like it would be that? like there'd be there'd be some people saying like, well, you can't tell me not to, and then someone else being like, we don't even know if sharks are real. And then someone else being like, well, even if they are real, maybe they don't bite you. And then if they do bite you, maybe it's only because of 5G. And you'd have all the, you know, like. Right, yeah, right. The DC Comics non-event 5G. Is that the reason why <laughs> yes, sharks that 5G, bite you? Yes. <laughs> is that happening? No, is that so not I, happening? Yeah, that's a, that, that is not happening. After Dan Dio was ousted, cool. they because that was his, like, his we got to reboot every five years when the numbers goes down or whatever. Right. Yeah, and yeah. that was, they were like, mm, let's try something yeah. different, Dan, I guess. So Tim um, Drake lives and uh, or uh uh not Tim Drake Dick Grayson lives Dick Grayson yeah, lives Dick, and Dick Grayson uh, 5G lives. dies and so is the that's the uh that's the legacy of Density. That is pretty much it apparently. Um so anyway, um so I was watching the jaws scene, you know, like everyone's meeting and the first line that you can like really hear from someone in the town is I have a point of view and I think it speaks for many of the people here. <laughs> Uh oh! <laughs> like, oh yes, I know you. I know your type. Uh, and then, uh, and another one was like, "I hope they don't close the beaches." Like, 
a I, little boy just died, <laughs> and you're like, I hope they don't close the beaches. You know what my biggest concern then, is? Yep, and then they're like, we're going to close the beaches just for 24 hours. 24 hours. And someone in the back shouts, 24 hours is like three weeks. Oh, <laughs> That's like that's like we're gonna quarantine, but it's only gonna be two weeks. It's gonna be fine, and then it's gonna be over. We can go back to our lives. Uh, two two weeks is like the whole year. Like ah, oh. I don't know why Jimmy Stewart's upset about it. Yeah, but, you know. <laughs> Mr. Gower, two weeks. Oh, oh I gotta. I, I'm gonna take some pictures of this event. Oh, click click. I can't leave my apartment. That's funny. Jimmy wow. Stewart. That is, that um, is anyway. that is very um very applicable i feel like wow it was crazy it was cra- just that one scene and then like as the movie went on like people were in like people were at the beach and the mayor's like could you get in the water and he's like and then the shark kills more people and then he's like oh my kids were on that beach too yeah you're an idiot like and <laughs> they reopen the beach ro- the shark kills more right, people they clo- close the beach again i know oh my god just remind everyone that mayor is still the mayor in jaws too mm. like just keeping that keeping that going but um that's depressing. Um, yeah, yeah, it was. If you replace Jaws with COVID nineteen or like anything, still fits. Like, this movie is weirdly applicable. Yeah, it works. Yeah, it works. Do you it works. do you watch that movie every summer? Yes. Do you watch yeah, it? I think I do. Is there a particular time of year? Like, is there? I mean, obviously summer, but like, is it like all right? It's July now. I can watch Jaws, or is it sort of like, eh, it's warm. I'll watch Jaws. Uh, it's warm. I'll watch Jaws. What, what puts so you in I have the this mood weird thing about I have this weird thing about summer, in which that once July Fourth hits, summer's over, mm. and it's not like don't get me wrong, and it's not being pessimistic or anything, but that's like kind of like you're building up to July Fourth weekend, sure. right? You know, you're building up to the barbecues and the this and the pools and the, the, all the stuff, and so it just like it's not. It's obviously still summer after that. You got. You know, the whole of July, most of August, all of this, all of this time. But it feels like that precious time from the time that school gets out to July 4th is that like that first rising action of summer. And I feel like I got to squeeze in all of the summer activity that I can between the end of school in June and July 4th. And that includes some of those summer movies like, you know, like, um, Jaws is on that summer movie, The Sandlot, uh, National Treasure, The Patriot, you know, like my my summer movies, you know, like I only really watch them in those times. Sure. They make me think of summer. They make me think of Independence Day, all this different stuff. So, Interesting. Uh, yeah. So I really try to I try to watch them before that time. So um, hmm. I'm. If that's is it because like sort of from from Fourth of July onward, it sort of feels like the summer is like it, that. Like you had the rising action, and then like that's the that's the um it's the, climax the climax, and it just sort of falling action after that. Yeah, I would say that most of July is the climax. I would say, but but it really uh, no. I think actually July fifth going down, that's the falling action. You know, like the sun's going down a little earlier, like thirty seconds earlier a day. Yeah, you know. Um, but especially once you hit August, that's like the all right. I got to really start thinking about work again and what's it going to look like. What's it going to be? What am I doing? What does it look? Especially this year. Of all years, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. all this stuff. What is it going? What is it going to be? And so, yeah. So summer, pr- pr- 
primo summer of me not worry, like actually like vacation summer where it feels like I'm on vacation is about a week after school gets out to July 4th. Mm -hmm. That's like vacation mode. And then I start to get out of vacation mode very gradually after July 4th. So like early mid-June to about 4th of July is like when you feel like you're most on vacation. Yeah, it's between like two and three weeks of like primo I'm on yeah, vacation. Yeah. And and then and then after that, it's a little bit of less vacation every day. Does this year feel more or less like vacation because of everything that's going on? Less. Less? Less vacation. Oh, yeah. I've got meetings every day about different stuff. How do we reopen? How do we do this? What does this look like? Also, yeah, it's like vacation, but not vacation. Gotcha. Because you're so busy thinking yeah. about September. And... Did you go back to school in September it... or August? We're going back in September. Okay. And there's a college, some colleges going back in August. In August, like, yeah. We're going back earlier, but we're going back in September as of right now. I always say, like, as of recording this episode, we're going back in September. Yeah, yeah, everything's starting to change. Who's to say, which is part of the unsettled, unsettled part. Sure. That's when why it's like going to open up again, Frank. When are you going to kill the shark? I don't <laughs> right. know. It's a force of nature. Oh, man. So you always watch it in June, then, huh? Do you, would you ever watch Jaws? before the school year is over or is it like no it's not summer yet oh sure i would watch yeah it's not a movie that i can only it's not like a christmas movie where you're like i'm sorry that i have to watch this between thanksgiving and christmas that's like, sort of what i'm getting at is like is there movie. a seasonality to it where you're like no no no, these are the rules no, no. um just christmas movies i really feel yeah. that way about um jaws is a anytime i feel like watching it but because the movie starts in june yeah like, or yeah, at yeah. the beginning of, like it starts before july 4th like july 4th is a part of the movie sure. with the crowds coming over it just feels like feels like the time to watch it because that's when the time the movie takes place yeah that makes sense makes a lot of sense yeah do you have seasonal movies like that like stuff that you have to watch at a particular season i actually have a lot of them <laughs> Oh, or, or growing up, I, I did. For a second, I was really feeling like a weirdo. No, like, I'm sorry, I can only watch Jaws in the summer. Growing up, I have I have a lot of actually. I have this is a weird like a, a weird fun thing about me. I have a lot of sort of obsessive compulsive things like that where I'm like, oh man, this um, like around Fourth of July, I always want to watch 1776 and Yankee Doodle Dandy because they're like patriotic movies. 1776 for and very Yankee, obvious reasons. Yeah. yeah, right. That's 1776 National Treasure. Are okay, there you Patriot. go. I've, Declaration. Yeah. Totally makes sense. Um, mm -hmm. So those this are things. Will be Hamilton. Will be Hamilton, right? We'll it's coming out on Disney Plus list. on July third. Mm -hmm. So, well, actually, by the time people are yep. hearing this, it will have already come out. Probably, it will have come out. It yeah. definitely will have. Actually, yeah. yes. Um, yeah. But um, but yeah, yeah, that's Friday. Things Frank. like that. That's, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the things like that. Um, yeah. Things like that are definitely. I, I have those. But then, like, um, in May, I'm always in the mood for Star Wars, and so I'll want to watch. Not just May the 4th, but like sort of throughout the month of May, because that's the month that most of those films came out. Sure. Um, mm -hmm. Most of the original trilogy and the and the um, prequels are May movies. So that's my like, I, I always find myself sort of in the mood for those. Um, I. Um, Christmas movies, I have a ton, like a you know, mile long list. I never every Christmas, I, I never get to watch all of the movies that I want to all the Christmas movies that I want to watch. I never get to listen to all the Christmas music I want to listen yeah. to. It's just yeah. a matter of how much of it can I fit in this year? And it's funny. I think that's in some ways why people start earlier. Yeah, probably. Because they, every year there's a little bit more Christmas music and there's a little bit more Christmas movies. 
And so you have to squeeze them in sometime. So they start before Thanksgiving. And I can appreciate that, but I'm a take it a holiday at a time kind of person. That's fair. So, so yeah, that's fair. Between Labor Day and Halloween is Halloween time. Sure, sure, sure. Between Halloween and Thanksgiving is Thanksgiving time. Between Thanksgiving and Christmas is Christmas time. Yep. They have Thanksgiving in 12 days after yeah, yes. Christmas. Yeah. Although, yeah, I, I, I do sort of stop a lot of the Christmas stuff right after Christmas Day, even though I'm still celebrating Christmas in like a religious sense after that. I don't really watch the, you know, the secular Christmas stuff, the Santa stuff and the... Well, that's because the secular stuff stops at Christmas Day. That's right. Most of the time, Christmas Eve. Right. Right. So right. Uh, I will listen to Christmas music post-Christmas Day, but I probably won't watch Christmas movies. Same. Music, yes. Because they, because like Jaws, they take place at a very particular time. They take place before right. Christmas Day. Right. You want to experience, like Rudolph is struggling before Christmas Day. <laughs> right. 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 Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. 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 Exactly. But then, but to move away from Christmas again for like, I, I do have other stuff. Like, I love to watch Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street on Thanksgiving Day if I can, because uh, it starts on Thanksgiving, starts right? Thanksgiving. That, yeah, I like to, I like to do that right. too. It's a good way to ring in the yes, yes, yeah, yeah um, the holiday. And uh, oh gosh, I wish I could think of more right now. I didn't, I didn't know we'd be talking about you know we've kind of drifted here, but yeah, I feel like growing up, I definitely had him, and my sister actually still kind of maintains a lot of that where she's still kind of keeps some some of those traditions we had as kids going where she's like yeah no i watch this every year on such, such a holiday or whatever um around memorial day i always get in the mood for um i get in the mood for a couple of things i get in the mood for um john philip sousa marches oh <laughs> up more than one that's that's my takeaway from that one <laughs> More than one John Philip Sousa march. You're so cute, Frank. With yeah, yeah, well, you've got the the Liberty Bell march. And you've got the um, Stars and Stripes Forever. And you've got the Washington Post March. Can you do me a favor? Can you insert at least one of those songs right here? Thank, thank you for inserting that song, and now you're going to look like a real bad <laughs> if you don't if you don't insert that song. <laughs> uh, yes, multiple marches, multiple marches. That's why. Do I? I think I don't know if I get in the mood for music besides Christmas music at a particular point in the uh, year. For me, oh, actually, no, that's not true. That is absolutely not true. I do. There's music for like there's light French jazz for the spring. There's I'm like, sorry, light French jazz. I didn't. This these are words I've never heard come out of your mouth. Oh yeah, Frank, you gotta just do yourself a favor. And next time you're walking around a city, anytime you're just walking around yourself, just um, just put not uh, I guess it doesn't have to be French jazz, but like just put on Sidney Bechet, okay, and walk around. And you're just going to be like, 
this is I'm just I'm just grooving now. Like I'm just walking and grooving. Just download the soundtrack to Midnight in Paris and just listen to that and walk around Boston or or, or where you live. I almost said where you live, but I thank didn't. you. Um, you're welcome. Huh? Huh? That I yep. did not yep. know this about you. Yep. Yep. The, I would. Uh, I would definitely do that. That's why when people are like, "Oh, like you're a musician, you should know." you know, this song by Taylor Swift. And I'm like, I don't because that's not my style of music. Yeah. Nothing against her. No, no, no. But I I get it. It's not the kind of music that you do. Yeah. It's not what I do. It's not what I groove to. Hmm. Um, so, but anyway, music. Yeah. I guess I do that. I do get it. Like I do get in the mood for like strings and piano in the fall. Right. You know, like music that like, um, emulates falling leaves or something sure. like that sure. walks in the woods yes. stuff like that. yes well for mm-hmm. me the the Sousa stuff is because like memorial day uh the town next to the town i grew up in had a big memorial day parade every year and like they would play all the Sousa marches like there'd be marching bands and they'd all the uh the old um the fire department would bring out all their antique fire trucks for this parade and so you'd have like hundred year old fire trucks coming down the main street with like firemen waving to all the crowds and then like the ladies auxiliary was there and the Knights of Columbus were there and everyone was waving to all the people and we're all waving flags and we're like, yay, it's Memorial Day. Hooray, parade. And uh, yes, yeah, so that's why Sousa marches are uh, that, that thing for me. Uh-huh. Childhood. Yeah. See, that's cool. That's cool. That's a cool childhood memory. Yeah. And you actually know more than one Sousa march. Yep. yep. Which is something most people can't really Probably say. Probably true. Probably true. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, 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 I like that. And then, and then uh, the the related thing, also Memorial Day, is having a Memorial Day barbecue and listening to like sixties like sixties hits. Totally, right? Like totally, like some mm-hmm. some like the Supremes and the Rolling Stones and uh, Smokey Robinson and you know uh, whatever, like just like the best of the sixties, some Motown, some. Some some um, British invasion stuff, some you know surf rock like the Beach Boys, like just a whole amalgamation of like the best of the sixties. Um, that is like for me the default like like grilling barbecue soundtrack. Oh, see, then that's funny though because like I'm a decade behind you, and like Memorial Day, Fourth of July, whatever. I'm like, give me Bill Haley or the Crickets. Chuck oh. Berry, the platters, the diamonds, Fats Domino. See, I love like, all. Give me everyone you just named. I love all of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like my my wife, as you as you know, is big into sixties and seventies music. Yeah, that's like yeah. her era, her jam. Like I got her a, I got her the book about Crosby, Stills and Nash. Mm, like nice. you know, like the formation. Like that's like her thing. Um, but I'm 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 the fifties. Like I'm like give me the thirties to the fifties. Yeah. And then you go backwards and give me the 1830s to the 1850s. Or, you know, um, something like that. But, you know, Frankie Lyman, Del Shannon, like. See, I agents. love that stuff, too. I don't yeah, know many that's... people. I don't many. I don't know many people who are into that or could name half of the groups you just mentioned. Um, you know, but I bet you they would know the songs. They, they would know the songs, them. right? Like they wouldn't you know, maybe Bill know the Haley, name Del Shannon, Bill but Haley if they heard Runaway, they'd rock around the clock, you know, one. Two, you know, like yes. you know, like we're gonna rock around the clock tonight. We're gonna rock. And they yeah. hear Buddy Holly, and they're like, "Oh, that Weezer song." Of, right. If they've heard one episode of Happy Days, if they've seen one episode of Happy Days, then they're like in the money. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah exactly. The, yeah, yeah. But 
that's yeah, oh. just driving around in your 1956 Chevy Bel Air oh. and like going to get going to get a chocolate shake and a hamburger at the drive-in. Yeah, like that, like, like Back to the Future, like 1955, like that. Era. Like I love that. Like I have such a, a nostalgia for a time that I, I never lived through. Same, right? same. It's because like we would rock the the short sleeve button up with the collar. Totally. Like that's you know like the bowling shirt. Totally. You know that's the mm-hmm. yeah American graffiti style. American right? graffiti. That's, yes. the, that's uh, I have nostalgia for an era I wasn't born yep. in. I said that to Palmer because we had to watch American Graffiti for an episode of Academy Rewind, sure. nineteen seventy four, and I think I said that to him. Like George Lucas creates nostalgia for an era you weren't even alive to see. Like, yep. that's very impressive on, yes. on his part. Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah, he is really, really good at that. Um, He's very, very good at that. I've, uh, I've been finding that with others, like, not just eras, not just, like, nostalgia for eras that I don't, that I never lived through, but I've been finding, nostalgia is not the right word, but sort of, I guess I'll go with nostalgia for lack of a better term, but sort of nostalgia for um, a lifestyle or culture that I have never experienced. Um, so like mm-hmm. I've just started watching Atlanta on FX and yeah. uh, that's Donald Glover's uh, show that he mm-hmm. like writes and directs and he's the stars in. And um, it's, it's about like the hip hop scene in Atlanta and it's a, a, Hard left turn from John Philip Sousa marches. Um, so it's like a, a lifestyle that I'm not and a, and a culture and a, a whole like just like I, I've I've spent, you know, a couple weekends in Atlanta. I don't know a lot about the city. I don't know a lot about the culture there. I don't know. Um, and I don't know what it's like to be a struggling like, uh, you know. Poor hip hop uh, artist, uh, uh, artist in, in Atlanta who can't like pay the bills. But I watch that show and like because his character is a um personality type that i feel like is similar to my personality type i feel like i connect with that character and i'm like oh wow like i could i would react in the same way to those situations i, I like i i'm halfway through that show right now and i'm like whoa i feel so connected to this this totally different experience that i don't know but i feel connected because the character feels like a personality type that i know and i i, I kind of think of that as a similar wavelength of the like watching the back to the future and the American graffiti stuff and being like, Oh man, I wish I lived during that time. Um, it's a similar feeling that it stirs a similar set of emotions that stirs up in me. And like, I don't know that, but it feels familiar. I know exactly. I know exactly that. I know exactly that feeling. I alluded to it before with the midnight in Paris soundtrack. Have you ever seen the film midnight in Paris? I've not seen it. Frank, uh, uh, you gotta see the baby. Um, you gotta watch the movie. You, you gotta know. see the baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, <laughs> that is probably one of the go-to quotes in my house even though like my wife and i don't have a baby and like we don't really have babies to go see we've seen most of them um, that's just like, <laughs> like most of the babies <laughs> i just there's something about you gotta go see the baby um so midnight in paris is about this guy owen is owen wilson and he's in Paris in the modern day with his with his um, future in-laws and his fiance Rachel McAdams. She's the worst in the movie, not in real life. And um, 
And he's just like, yeah, wouldn't it be great to be like walking around with Hemingway and Fitzgerald and like all these guys, they they were here like in the 20s when we were here. And she's like, yeah, 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 whatever. That's nice. Doesn't matter who are those people. Mm. And he gets in a cab at midnight one day and and he's drunk and he gets in this car and he winds up back in the 20s. And he meets Hemingway, and he meets Fitzgerald, and he meets Dolly, and he meets all these, um, you know, Gertrude Stein. He meets all these big, big, you know, um, literary architects from the 1920s. And it's all, the movie's just all about, like, living in a time, wishing you were living in another time. Wow. Yeah. And, and what is and what is that like? And what does that do to you? And, like, and like there's a, he meets somebody who wishes they were around in the 1890s and like you know like what is that like and he like comes to grips with living in his own time and stuff like that and making the choice like it's 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 a it's a comedy so it sounds heavier than it okay. really is okay but um but i was just watching a graham norton clip show because i love graham oh, norton. i love his style um, yeah it's so fun. And I was watching a Tom Hiddleston do they were doing celebrity impressions and Tom Hiddleston was like, "Yeah, I was in this movie with uh Owen Wilson and and uh it was Midnight in Paris and I didn't read the whole script cuz um Tom Hiddleston plays F Scott Fitzgerald in the movie." And um and he's like, "And I didn't read the whole script and I thought it was the whole thing was in the 1920s." And then and then I ran into Owen Wilson and he was like, "Oh no, yeah, no, it's like I'm from the now." And then I go into the past. Wow. And he does an Owen Wilson impression while talking about it. It's so nice. funny. But uh, yeah, I recommend. If you if you think you have nostalgia for a time yeah. you weren't around for, it's a good movie to watch. That's, yeah, Even that sounds right up my alley. is not a movie for you to watch. It's great. Corey Stahl plays um, Ernest Hemingway. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have read any of their books or even kind of know who they are besides that they wrote books to appreciate the movie. That sounds like right, right in my, right. Like exactly the kind of thing that I would enjoy because I do very, I feel that feeling a lot. And I've been like, even during quarantine, I've been doing a lot of like watching, watching like a lot of comfort stuff, you know, stuff that I enjoyed and haven't seen Mm. in a few, in a few years. Like there's this, there's this, um, documentary, about about New York, where I grew up, New York, New York, a documentary film, PBS American Experience documentary from like, oh yeah, I yeah, I know exactly which one you're talking about. That's not Ken Burns though, is it? It's Rick Burns, his brother. Rick his brother. Burns. Yes, I didn't know that was. A uh, thing. I think That's it's like one of the only. He's only that. done two or three of three or three documentaries. Ken Burns has done like you know fifty, but um, Rick Burns has just done a couple. New York being one of them. It's on Amazon Prime if anyone wants to watch it. It's fantastic. It's like. 17 hours or something it's like nine two-hour episodes give or take um but it's fantastic it goes all the way from the very beginning like from the discovery of from 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 the um the dutch coming to manhattan all the way through to you know the beginning of the 21st century great oh wow um and uh i get sort of nostalgic for a lot of the 19th century and like the roaring 20s um like up to about the Fitzgerald area uh, era um, that you're talking about. Like that's one of the reasons why I love the great Gatsby so much because I am sort of nostalgic for this era that are uh, yeah. Nostalgic intrigued, um, just sort of fascinated by this era. Um, but like a lot of the stuff happening in like the 1800s, I just think it's super, super interesting history and would have loved to have lived through it. Maybe not nostalgic in the same way that I was like, I wish I, I experienced the fifties and the sixties for the music and the movies and everything. 
but a lot of the 1800s right. stuff or even up up through the beginning of the 20th century turn of the century stuff i'm like wow it would have been so cool to be alive and watch you know these historical things unfold like it would have been so cool to watch the brooklyn bridge get built or or you know watch uh the, the troops come home from world war 1 and like all this kind of stuff it would have been so cool to mm. experience a lot of those things Do- do you think that watching the Brooklyn Bridge getting built would have been cool or annoying the way that road work is annoying today? Okay, not like watching it get built, like watching the paint dry. I mean, like wa- seeing the opening of the Brooklyn Bridge, <laughs> seeing the excitement when people are yeah, like, wow, okay. there's this bridge that connects Manhattan and Brooklyn. Let's walk across it. Um, seeing the first subways open up, things like that. I, I find like, whoa, that would have been so neat to be like, we have conquered the earth we go underground and we can get anywhere now the erie canal like we dug a trench you know 50 miles long yep. and and connected and the now erie, we can get to the Lake west erie to the hudson yeah. river like we man has overcome nature like the feeling that people must have had when that happened of just like oh my god we can do anything we- it's funny that you mentioned the erie canal because i'm literally in the middle of watching a movie that just mentioned the erie canal for academy rewind what movie is that uh how the west was oh uh, okay not PC at sure. all. Like Spencer Tracy, not thirty seconds into narrating the movie, is like, you know, they rescued the West from the indig- uh from the savage there people, or yeah. from the the yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, that hurts. Nineteen sixty three. Yeah, that great. Yeah, that hurt. Yeah, yeah, cool. Um, but yeah, Erie Canal was in there. Yeah, very, all right. very there cool. Yeah. But yeah, that kind of stuff, just like these feats of engineering where it was like, we can raise a building a quarter of a mile into the sky. Like, what? Um, just <laughs> Ooh, a quarter of a mile. Oh, yeah, I know. But would you like, would you like, I would love to be back in 1969 and watch the movie. Yes, for the that's another time. one. Because that's like, that's an experience. Like, so we just went. So, like, SpaceX just, like, put pe- people back in space, right? You know, like, Americans back in space from American soil hasn't happened in, like, nine or ten years. Um, did you see that NASA did redesign their spacesuits, by the way? I did. I like yeah. the new design. Yeah, a lot of, lot of colors. A lot of colors. I saw. A lot of colors. Um, they look a little bit like Iron Patriot, but mm. in NASA suits. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, there's, there was a lot of excitement for that. But it's not going to space for the first time. No. It's not going to the moon for the first time. It just won't recapture that. Like, even going to Mars mm. won't recapture going into space. It won't be like the first time. It will be a big deal, but it won't be like the first time. Even, no. even we were just watching Apollo 13. Marissa had never seen it, and I love that movie. Um, mm. So we watched it for the first time, you know, a month or two ago. Uh, for, first time for her. And, um, you know, it struck me uh, yet again that um, by Apollo 13, by the third time man was going to walk on the moon, was supposed to walk on the moon, they weren't even showing stuff on TV anymore because it was boring. Like, wow. From from Apollo 11 wow. to, to Apollo 13 was a couple of years, two years, two, three years at most, and um, maybe less, maybe 18 months. And they in the movie make a point of saying like, yeah, they think that they're on TV and they're doing all these, they're doing all these things like in the ship. One year, one year, one year from Neil Armstrong to Jim. Apollo Lowell. 13 is April 11th, 1970. 70. So, th- so less than a year and less than, less a, than year. a year from July 69 to April of 70. And by that time it was so not a big story anymore that they weren't even televising the, they had like time scheduled for them while they're on the way from the earth to the moon 
to, um, you know, whatever, just be on TV and parade for everybody. Be like, oh, okay, look at this, zero gravity, our stuff is floating, wow, all this stuff. And people, the networks didn't, co- didn't carry it. So they let the astronauts do their thing, let them think they were on TV, not to, not to kill their morale. Um, but people on the ground didn't care anymore. That says to me that people really haven't changed at all. <laughs> yeah, if 10 months after like the biggest accomplishment in space exploration history, 10 months after it's already can, old news. You like, can blame anything you want. The internet, social, social media, media, television, yeah. like like liberals, conservatives, whatever. You can blame anything you want. People be people. People are people. Like, like that's, things, things. People are people. There, there is a, here's the thing. I, I think that we, uh, maybe this is a good note to end on. I don't know. Like, we like to talk about like oh kids these days and like how things aren't the same as they used to be but that's all that's all perception and when you really look at it yes people change like like people as a whole change and become more prone to certain vices or more prone to certain behaviors over time more or less but the amount to which they change is kind of finite and like in the big picture stuff doesn't change that like if if in 1969 to 70 in 10 months people or less nine months people got bored of space after going to the moon like they didn't have social media they had they had tv and they had a telephone and they had but like they didn't have kind of distractions we have today so like people just have short attention spans you see the same thing two or three times and then it's boring doesn't matter as much whether you saw it on twitter or not it's just that that's the that's human nature people are people that's yep that's right it's just like that there's that very famous photo of um uh, there's a train car of everyone with a newspaper in front of their face nobody's talking to one another and it's just the entire newspaper is filled with the entire train is filled with people reading the newspaper and you can't see anybody's face and it's like you can do with a phone you can do with a book a newspaper a television whatever this is what people do. Yeah, people. Yeah, they exactly. retreat into their world. People, they say, people "Oh, we used to all talk fit. to each other, but now we're buried in our phones." Like they were buried in their newspapers. It's really not that. They were buried in the newspapers or books or their mind or whatever. People were putting up fences to block out their neighbors for many decades. Yeah. I was. I'm reading a. I'm reading the George. By the time this comes out, I'm probably done with it. But I'm reading the George Washington biography by Ron Chernow, and uh, very good. And he talks about Washington putting up a providey instead of hedge bushes instead of a fence because it was like um that's what was in vogue in britain Mm -hmm. like and i was like that's in vogue that's 1780s he's doing that people like gotta block the neighbors you know got it no one's gotta see me that's just what people do people do frank this conversation was rambling as is your name uh and i really enjoy i really enjoyed it but we never actually said what we were drinking oh my gosh you're right uh drinking in the the spice of life i don't know um no i'm i'm drinking wine um i am drinking a a a cellar crew red wine 2016 from uh from nakedwines.com Ooh, that sounds very good frank i am drinking an autobahn lager from mayflower it's got a little dog driving a roadster on the cover it's real it's real cute it's real cute. It's very delicious. I recommend lagers. Are, I mean, lagers are just, it's really hard to miss with a lager. It's true. It's hard to miss, but it's good. It's very refreshing. Mayflower always puts out a good, uh, always puts out a good uh, quality 
product. So I recommend. Frank, this uh, this um, this was fun. This was fun. This was so fun. This Started so with fun. Uh, we should do it again sometime. Yeah, we should. Oh yeah, we should do this like every week. We should just talk yeah. and record it every just week. Talk. Just every week. We should do it. Just six years on, we should keep going. I think. Anyway, Frank, uh, you can find us at beerwithgeeks.com, Twitter, Facebook, and Gmail. You can rate and review us on iTunes. Find us all places that podcasts can be found, and you can support all of our shows at Patreon.com/ThoughtBubbleAudio. Very appreciative, even if. You know, you can't support the shows. That's fine. Keep listening. We're happy to do it for free because we do it for fun. And there's really there's really no reason to uh, to force you to do anything. But if you want the show to continue and all top-level audio shows to continue, Raleigh should give us some money because... Or else the right? shark will come and start biting you if the shark does indeed exist, which has not yet indeed. been confirmed. Indeed. Nope. Nope. Not confirmed. Beaches are open, Frank. It's not. It's not there. I don't know what you're talking about. It's not, I don't I don't know anything what you're talking for about. For at least anyway. 24 hours, they'll be closed. At least 24 hours. But Frank, since you you started this episode with uh with some with some music, why don't you take us out after we say cheers? cheers.